with Radio On The Go News, Brian Fancher reporting. Six Northeast Iowa counties are working together to bring a passenger rail line back through the state. The last passenger train to whip through Waterloo was during the Johnson administration 56 years ago. Now that could change as the Iowa Northland Regional Council of Governments is seeking a federal feasibility study to bring a rail line from Chicago through Iowa. Council Director of Transportation Nick Fatsky says regional interest in passenger lines has reemerged, but he fears Iowa could be left out. When it comes to entering the state, it can go around us or it can go through us. And right now we're kind of at a point where it looks like there's a pretty good chance anything that would happen would go around us. And I think we're missing out on a big opportunity there. The proposed line would go through Bremer, Buchanan, Butler, Chickasaw, Grundy, and Blackhawk counties. The group will face several hurdles, including the possibility of reduced Amtrak federal funding and a lack of state funding. He says he's heard support from outside his six counties, which he says is exactly what's needed to make the rail line a reality. With as much infrastructure and as much planning and as large of a scope um, with connectivity, I would say it's next to impossible for, for any local jurisdiction to say, hey, we want passenger rail here. Well, where are you going to go with it? It's happening at a federal level, but it isn't as much happening at a state level. The group will present letters of support for the line from the six counties to the Iowa House early next year. Iowa withdrew from the Midwest Interstate Passenger Rail Commission about five years ago. Farmers are nearly done with the harvest, and those empty fields mean thousands of deer are losing their hiding places and they're scampering onto roads and into the paths of Iowa motorists. This is among the worst times of the year for car-deer collisions, and Iowa State Patrol Trooper Paul Gardner says they've already taken quite a toll this year. So far in 2023, we have seen over 5,400 animal-related crashes come in, and uh, those have resulted in 23 serious injuries and five fatalities. Gardner says Iowans have likely heard the phrase, don't veer for deer, and he says it's one they need to commit to memory and take seriously. We want to stress how important it is to pay attention to your surroundings, drive the speed limit, watch your following distance with other vehicles, and most importantly, to avoid swerving for deer, as your vehicle could lose control and end up striking another vehicle or leave the road entirely, striking other objects and cause a more serious crash. So the odds finally caught up with you and you've hit a deer, so what should you do next? Pull over to the side of the road onto a safe place, verify what you have for damage, just survey the vehicle, make sure no one's hurt in the vehicle, make sure everyone is okay. Uh, you can call your local law enforcement, you can call the Iowa State Patrol, we'll come out and do a report if the damage is extensive enough where you need a crash report for this. The incidence of car deer crashes tends to rise around sunrise and sunset. Gardner suggests you use particular caution if you see a yellow deer crossing sign as those are placed in areas the animals frequent. Today, the Wright County Board of Supervisors will review and act on changes by the Iowa Secretary of State's office on the county supervisor redistricting worksheet and map. At 11 a.m., the Wright Supervisors will hold a work session on possible rules for stockpiling of dry manure animal nutrients in the county. The Wright County Board of Supervisors meet today at 9 a.m. at the courthouse in Clarion. Today, the Belmont City Council will consider updates to the employee handbook and will consider amending an employee pay plan. The Belmont City Council meets today at 7 p.m. at City Hall. Today, the Thornton City Council will hold a discussion 
on a splash pad and will receive an update on buildings along Main Street. The Thornton City Council meets today 6.30 p.m. at City Hall. Also, the grandstand lineup for the 2024 Franklin County Fair has been announced. The 165th version of the fair will be held from July 10th through the 14th in Hampton. Kicking off the grandstand entertainment will be the Hoyer Rodeo Company LLC on July 10th to be followed on the next day by Dialed Action Sports. For Friday, July 12th, singer Ellie King will perform in concert. July 13th will feature a concert with country singer Tracy Bird. And the fair closes out on July 14th with racing action. The Franklin County Fair Board will once again be offering special Black Friday deals to buy a ticket to all five nights of Grandstand Entertainment for $50. The special pricing will be available from November 24th through December 31st before the price increases. For more information, go to franklincountyfair.com. Again, that's franklincountyfair.com. Iowa climate experts are putting the new Iowa drought plan to work this year. The state of Iowa has just put its first ever drought plan to work to help it manage one of the longest and most severe dry periods in recent history. Officials say they're already making plans to improve it. Iowa was more than 15 inches short of normal precipitation between fall 2002 and this autumn. While sustained drought happens over a much longer time period, in the short term, Iowa has had below normal moisture three years in a row. State climatologist Justin Glisson says until now, Iowa hasn't had all the tools or information needed to know how best to react from year to year. Not having a drought plan as other states do really put us at a more vulnerable state in terms of how do we address drought concerns. Given that drought is a a slow-moving disaster, the Iowa drought plan should allow water officials to react nimbly to each of the five drought stages that are laid out in the plan. It was developed by local, county, and state agencies, all of which had input into the moisture needs and deficits in each of Iowa's 99 counties. Glisson says given what they've already learned, drought experts are looking at rewriting sections of the plan. He says they'll focus on standardized stream flows, anticipating varying levels of precipitation, and preparing for what are known as flash droughts. Another way to put it, rapid onset drought, when you don't have moisture in the air uh, in concert with vegetative demand with corn and beans, coupled with very warm temperatures in lack of rainfall, that's where you can see drought conditions rapidly expand and that's what we mean by flash drought. Iowa and other drought-prone parts of the country can see current moisture levels on the U.S. Drought Monitor webpage. Mark Moran reporting. The high in the past 24 hours here at our studio, 64, and the low of 48. For Radio On The Go News, Brian Fincher reporting.